Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Society doesn't want you to blame anything but yourself. It's a trait, not mental health. People out there is not going to understand you until you let them know. You definitely got to take into account your mental health. You have to tune into your own mind. Hey, what's going on? It's your man Casanova Williams with another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. First, <coughs> excuse me. First, all I want to do, which I do every single podcast, is thank y'all for uh, everything you're, you're doing for this podcast. I always want to show my appreciation because, you know, this podcast within a year went from an idea, a concept to being one of the top 100 mental health podcasts in the world. So, you know, give yourself the hands for that because y'all did that. You know, I always want to show gratitude and, and, and thankfulness for that. Um, also, thank you for everybody for supporting the live um, every Monday, uh, exclusively on the Culture Radio. Also, if you want, if you follow me on Facebook and Backlands Mental Health, you could check that out there as well. Um, so, yeah. So, what are we talking about this one? I wanted to talk about COVID. Um, now, if you picked up my book, Black Men's Mental Health Motivation, in my book, it has. Um, it has uh, statistics with motivation. I know some somebody said to me one time, they was like, you know, I read your book is cool. But at the end of the day, why did you put all those statistics in it? You know that, you know, that were, you know, kind of a bummer. And I said, I put those statistics in there with the motivation because you could be more. I can motivate you all day long, but I want you to understand the playing field and, and the reality, because at the end of the day, I could, you know, a lot of stuff I say. I, I think it's more maybe emotional what I've seen, my experience. Um, but I wanted to put some facts in there to make you understand that my feeling and what I see, there's reality in, in it. Because let's be honest, most people have just opinionated about a subject, regardless of whether they're right or wrong. They have an opinion. You know, it's like religion. People have a religion, a opinion of religion, but it's always great to believe in something, to feel something. And then you have the evidence to back it up. So now you're like, OK, my feelings are not just me in my head. And one thing about black men's mental health in our country, it's a myth that we go through struggles or or we are really low on the totem pole. Um, so I wanted to show the actual facts. Also in the book, I wanted to make sure you understand where you're at. I want to give you facts on where you at as a black man, where black men are in this country, give you facts. You can't argue the facts. You know, at the end of the day, you could argue feelings. You could uh, can't argue the facts. So this one I wanted to talk about um, COVID and, and black men in America when it comes to COVID. Now, you know, we're at a point where I feel and hope that we're at the end. I mean, we were here like maybe last year, we thought we were at the end and oh, here comes Delta and Omicron and all that. Stuff. But, um, you know, I, I wanted to wait for this one because I wanted to, to, um, I, you know, I, I, I think COVID, 
We are getting over it to talk about that. Now, there's, there's, there haven't been any new statistics, um, podcasts after that. But at this time, my book has the latest readings when it comes to black men and COVID. So let me read an insert from my book so you understand what I, I talk about when it comes to COVID. All right. Um, now, if you have my book, uh, I have um, on page 116, uh, I have uh, the chapter, the chapter that I wrote. Let me go back and, and, and state was true life obstacles for a black man. Like I said, I wanted to give a reality of where we're at. So that's why I did that. So. So we're on page 116. I'll read real quick. Um, Black men have been the most likely among black and white Americans to die of COVID-19 at a rate of 2.4 times that of white men, according to the CDC data through July 2022. The figure show uh, below shows um, and this is a little diagram, but uh, that. 80 of a thousand black men in the U.S. have died of COVID by January 4th. Now, now, um, I don't know if any new um, um, statistics have come out by, by, uh, about this. So if you could find some new statistics that um, I haven't done the research yet. So this is my book that I wrote last year. And those are the latest figures at that time. So um, and I wrote this book maybe a few months ago. So I don't know what the statistics are. Maybe some have come out. I haven't seen it yet. So if there's some some statistics that has come out to uh, discourage that or, or to counter that, then, you know, I, I'm always open to ears. But let's just go by that. Um, so why is that? Why is it that black men are, are last and more likely on that list to die? Now, let's be let's let's think about COVID. When COVID first started, it was really hitting older white people. Really, at the end of the day, it wasn't hitting young people, wasn't even in the minority community, really. Um, but then when it hit the minority community, why were black men on the bottom? You know, you have to ask yourself why. Why, when anything hits a minority community, black men are at either the top of the list for likely to die or the bottom of the list likely to get services or help? Why is that? Now, this is strictly, 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 and I keep saying this, strictly personal. I mean, you know, personal opinion. So I don't want you to um you know in any way feel that i am uh pulling some facts i'm just trying to understand it and and i'm using things that i know already but in general these are are, are my opinions and, and stuff like that so um i always state that i want you to understand that i don't have a podcast that i'm going to say this is absolutely fact and not at all so what is it what well, why well it could be that black men unfortunately are the lowest and the most unlikeliness to have health care. Because at the end of the day, in the black culture, when we get sick, we don't like to go to the hospital. We don't like to go to regular checkups. We don't like to do that. So at the end of the day, we're most likely not to follow up medically. So when we get sick, we stay at home. And then when it gets too bad, then we go to the hospital. So it could be that, you know, a lot of black men, when they get sick, they stay home until it gets too bad and by the time they get to the hospital 
you know, um, it's too late. Or avoid going to the hospital altogether for, you know, pre-screening or whatnot because they just don't have medical insurance. Because at the end of the day, we are not, you know, medical insurance is not available to us regularly like women. Women can go, women and children can go to the government and get Medicaid, Medicare, and medical bills pay for them. You know, us, on the other hand, we go to any type of, um, we go to any type of, uh, of uh, you know, uh, services. We don't get it. You know what I mean? I don't know if you heard about the story when I last year, no, the year before when I quit my job to do this full time, somebody came to me like, hey, man, you know, you should apply for services. I'm like, I already don't need it. To be honest, I'm good. Like, nah, I'm serious. Free money. You know what I'm saying? Apply for it just for, you know, food assistance. You know what I mean? And it's not you on welfare or nothing. It's just, you know, you know, food. I was like, well, all right, cool. And I said, you know, what? I'll go apply. Let me see. You know what I'm saying? Let me just see the options. Um. And don't get me wrong, people. I did not need it. I wasn't I wasn't broke. I've if you see me, I've never missed a meal. So life is good. So I don't want you to think, damn, Cass is on bad time. Now nah, it wasn't even that. Um, but you know, somebody's like, yo, if you're available for it, why not get it? Cool, no problem. Went, they gave me $16 a month. That's what they said that I was eligible. $16. With all my bills, with everything that I put down, $16 for food. Like, 16, I've never heard a woman go and apply and get 16 now, especially if she has a kid. But for a man, $16. That's what they said. So I didn't even, I didn't even think about applying for anything else because I'm like, shoot, at the end of the day, if you only give me, if, if my life is, you know, let's be real. If, if you think $16 a month, that's $4 a week for food. Like that's how much my life, and it wasn't like I, 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 I had like extra money coming in, or I put that down. I just really put me by myself, and sixteen dollars a week, a, a, a month, four dollars a week. That's all I was eligible for. Four dollars a week. So how? I mean, just if that's if that's all I had to live, I would be dead. Four dollars a week. I mean, shit. I mean, I'll just guess. I guess I'll just be ramen noodle in it for the next. You know, I mean, you know, that's what they expect. You know, I mean, think about it. They really thought four dollars a week, but a mother could keep having children all day long, get more money, more money, more money. They don't limit you. They say, oh well, after two kids, we're gonna stop. No, no, you got six kids, more money. Seven kids, more money. You know. So. So what's other factors? You know, we, we talk about the prison system. A lot of people in the prison system died of COVID, you know, because they had they didn't have the they didn't have the proper cool medical procedures and 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 procedures procedures and stuff in place. So a lot of people died. What's the majority of people of, of people in in uh, in jails? Black men, you know. Also, let's be real, you know, if a man's out here trying to work, you know, like uh, any type of job, he's out there working with people, you know, we don't we're not likely to have the desk job inside. Uh, most black men jobs are not 
uh, was suitable for indoor because, you know, construction workers and stuff. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying, please, I don't want nobody to quote me, oh, you know, you're trying to say, oh, black man, just do that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the majority, I'm just saying not the majority, but I'm just saying a good number of black men, you know, work with their hands or out there doing this or side business and things like that, which really, really affected uh, black men trying to be entrepreneurs because at the end of the day, if you have a product you're selling or you're out there, you're a promoter, you're a, a, a club owner or whatever you have a social job and most black men have social jobs it was really cut in half because of covid so they don't have money so they can't keep up their medical insurance on their jobs if it was a nine to five job i mean it's a whole lot of different reasons why we are number one on the list well at the bottom as far as like you know people dying we're, we're at the top you know so we have to understand that like every time something happens something tragic happens in america it, 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 it decimates black men, you know, now we even have, and I know this is a little bit off topic, so don't get me wrong, but I, I'm be seeing these podcasts now, you know, men bashing men. Oh, you know, the women, they got to be masculine because we failed them. Oh, you know, we didn't step up and do what we have to do. Now, granted, at the end of the day, there are people out there, no matter what the race are, this wasn't responsible. But you can't deny what is purposely being done by our government, by our society, by our culture to black men. See, that's the thing. We could take accountability for what we haven't done. I, I you know, I don't I don't I don't think anybody wants to dispute that there are black men out there that have not stepped up to the plate. So so that's not the question. But you have to say, are there other factors that are affecting that you know are there factors that out of our control that is pushing us to certain conclusions at the end of the day we cry about most black people are criminals because of the jail rate well there's like 80 percent in jails is black men but we don't talk about the laws that apply to black men but not white men or white women or women we don't talk about that for the same crime that my counterparts, white men, black men, white men, uh, white women, black women, they do the same cry, crime. I'm more likely to get two times the jail sentence. I am more likely as a black man to go to jail for a petty crime. Like for the, my, you know, I, I use myself a perfect example. I got in trouble with the law about 12 years ago. I had no criminal record. I was a social worker for the state and the prosecution was still trying to give me a year plus in jail for a misdemeanor. For a misdemeanor. These guys out here that rape women are getting plea deals to not do any jail time, be on probation for five years and not be on the sex offenders list. And they raping chicks. I didn't do anything. A cop grabbed me and I moved away. He charged me with a resisted, violent, resisted arrest with violence and battery of a police officer. Like that's harsh for me just moving away. Fel felonies. And then even when the jury came back for me and said not guilty, all the felonies and said guilty of a misdemeanor of resisted arrest without violence. Which is a misdemeanor. That's like protest. That's like what you get when you protest. Like literally, that's what that that charge is. Like you protest and you get arrested. 
That's why nobody cares about that because it's just a stupid misdemeanor. Nobody cares. Doesn't really affect your, your, your life or anything like that. The prosecution was still trying to give me a year in jail. Now, think about it. Now, if that jury or that judge was 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 with it, which happens a lot, that would have been another black man in jail. For a year, for a misdemeanor, for a misdemeanor, when guys that are selling drugs, killing and raping are getting off with plea deals. What what's the difference between them and me? Hmm? Is it just a, a zealous prosecutor? Or is it one fact that is different because I'm black and I'm already viewed as criminal? And I know you're saying, damn, Cass, what does this guy do with COVID? It has to do because at the end of the day, those numbers you see is that, yo, let's be real. People die because their life isn't happy. They're not taking care of themselves mentally, physically, emotionally. And when you're in a society that treats you like shit, then, of course, when something, a pandemic happens, we're more likely to die because at the end of the day, everything that we need to battle an epidemic or a disease or whatever, we don't have the tools for it. We don't have the proper medical care. We don't have the proper outlook. We don't have the positive imagery. We don't have the positive reinforcement. We don't have the the the, the surroundings, the family, the support. We don't have any of that. So we are very more susceptible to deaths. When a plague, when the plague that happens, is always the poor or this or the already sickly. We're already sickly in America as black men. So when a pandemic, of course, we're going to be uh, uh, first on the list to die, most most likely to die because we don't have the support to help us have a healthy to be healthy. So it makes perfect sense. We have to understand that in America, we are not given any opportunities or chance. We have to make it ourselves. We have to take care of our own health and our mental. So when epidemics like this do happen, when pandemic epidemics, whatever you want to call it, happen, we're able to have the tools and the resources to take care of ourselves and defend against it. It's funny today, me and my wife and my kids took a COVID test. Now, me and my son, I believe, had COVID right before it came over here. People knew it was COVID. It was that November of 2019, I believe. And um, me and him were sick during during uh, the Thanksgiving. We were sick. We we to the point where we had to throw away all the Thanksgiving food because we couldn't eat it. We were sick. It was the worst uh, flu I had. I went to the doctor. They said oh, it was an upatory respiratory as upatory respiratory uh, infection going around. But the same um, um, the same um, the 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 same. Uh, Oh shoot! Why that? Why that word hit my the the same characteristics th- that were with COVID we had. Me and my son lost taste. We uh we were sick. Uh, we had uh bowel movements. Um, we you know we were t- I mean it was it was bad to a point where I almost felt like I was passing out. I had to like hold hold on because I was passing out. And um, then COVID came and everybody. And everybody was getting COVID. I was like, man, that's the same symptoms we had. You know, reading the symptoms, you know what I'm saying? Symptoms, that's the word I was trying to do. You know what I'm saying? It was the same symptoms. All lost a lost a taste, running, you know, all the same. It was the same exact symptoms. Um fortunately, 
And, you know, knock on wood, since then, me and my family have not having COVID. Me and my family are planning to take a trip. We're planning on, you know, uh, uh, maybe by the time you read this podcast, I probably already took the trip. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, you know, we we're planning a family vacation. So we need to do COVID tests and we got a COVID test, which was great. And of course, all my family came back negative. Everybody in my household has been vaccinated because at first we weren't going to do it. But then we said we are going to do it. But see, we're in a position where we could have made that decision. You know, what I mean? we have medical insurance. We're good financially. You know what I'm saying? We are in a position to make the decision as best for our family um you know we could have said no we don't want to do do the shot we do, you know we don't want to do it see but we had the choice we had the choice to to uh talk to our medical advisor to go to our doctors and make the best choice for our family see um and um but most black men don't have that choice don't have the available resources or 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 money or insurance to make the best choice now i'm not sitting here saying you know you should get the shot or not i'm not saying that oh black man you need to go out to get the shot i'm saying that with with certain resources you have the tools to make the best decision for yourself you're not doing something by default because i just can't afford it or or my i can't you know i don't have insurance for it or within the black culture we are so uh skeptical of things that we have big conspiracy theories and we're not taking it because of that so at the end of the day we have to understand that like COVID and, the, and it's not surprising to me when I see those read about black people, but especially black men, because of the circumstances that we are surrounded in. So we need to understand that at any time we have to, to really be able to look at black men and understand our situations in that because we have situations in it. We have situations where we're, we are not we're not allowed to properly vent or understand what's going on and then we become victims of it. So um, I'm not surprised about that. We just have to do better to support each other, educate each other and, and, and make it that every black man has the choice that deaf and, and, and when things come, we're not scared because we lack the resources. We are empowered and we could be on the same playing field as everybody else when it comes to making decisions and being healthy. All right. I appreciate everybody listening to this podcast. You know, um, once again, I want to thank everybody for making this a top 100 podcast for mental health in the world. I appreciate you so much. And I hope you see the effort that I'm doing right now to give you more content and really take this to the next level. I got a marketing manager. I got, you know, I got, I, you know, I'm, I'm making moves to really take this to the next level because it's helping people. And I want to continue to help people. If you want to check me out, everything I'm doing, go to castanowilliams.com. Uh, if you want to know about more about mental health and, and follow this podcast as well on there and, and information about mental health and what's going on, go to uh, blackmensmentalhealth.com and all the information is on there. Um, also, appreciate everybody supports the live every week, Monday from 7 to 8, live on the Culture Ray, which is my network. Uh, you could uh, check out uh, Black Men's uh, Mental Health Podcasts live where I have a guest every week. So download the app. Go to Google iTunes. Just type in the Culture Radio and download that app. And and at 7 o'clock on Monday, you'll be able to hear me live with a guest that I have every week. Uh, I appreciate everybody. Until next time. Thank you.